This is episode number 286 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Sal DiVincenzo here in the studio with my fabulous colleague, Sarah Fade. Hi. And Nicole Rambo. Hello. How's everyone doing? Great. Good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. You're great. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's fantastic. <laughs> I told you, you could just play. <laughs> just record that. Well, you did. So now put it on yeah, a button. Yeah, put on a button. Next yes. time. Boop. Next time we're going to hit that. <laughs> great. Uh, so before we get into uh, uh, an episode, our episode, and it is a special episode, I did a focus segment, which I, I don't do those very often anymore, but I did a focus segment. Uh, mm. We have an announcement to make about our new guinea pigs. They have names now. Did they you know do. this? Did I, you know I, this I, I didn't know I was there. So uh, their names are Ziggy and Stardust. And you, Which one's which? You know that a young like five or six year old came up with those choices and not someone my age came up with those choices <laughs> um i think ziggy is the brown one and stardust is the hairy one yeah come down to see them they're in the children's department yes it's very nice yeah they're they're pretty like out of the cage running around they're not too shy cool yeah so this week we're going to talk broadway now Whoa. have any of you seen a broadway show before yes yeah. Which which Nicole? Which one did you see? Uh, fame. <laughs> fame, really? <laughs> I think um, I saw Jersey Boys. Okay. Sound of Music. I'm not a Broadway person. Not a Broadway oh, person. Oh, well, I didn't see it on Broadway, but I did see Hamilton, but it was in Chicago. Oh that yeah, counts. very good. Yeah. That does count. Yeah, yeah. Sarah? I saw Hamilton yeah. in Chicago as well. Yeah, yeah, it's very good. Yeah, Sarah, what about you? Which shows have you seen? Wicked. Mm-hmm. Cats. Oh. What's the one? What's the one with the singing and the music and the dancing? <laughs> I went with a bunch of people from work, actually. And uh, I'm sure Elizabeth talked about it because it was one of her favorite. Oh, was it? Um, with Alice Ripley. Oh, Next to Normal. I saw Next to Normal. Yes, that comes up in this conversation. Um, like, I, I, how could it not? <laughs> I saw the full Monty. <laughs> okay. That's good. I'm sure I saw Elf. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> was that good? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was all right. I saw um, I saw a lot of Christmas ones. I saw mm. the one, uh, Charles Dickens one, the, you know. I was going to say a nightmare yes. before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> nightmare before Christmas. Christmas Carol? Yeah, Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, saw cool. that. And that was good, actually. The set was really good with that. Nice. Um, I was on Newsies. Oh, wow. I okay. saw Newsies off, 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 off. <laughs> Uh, Broadway and Patchogue. I was going to say I was going to say at my house when I did it. Did <laughs> <laughs> you come watch me sing all the songs? I thought you were going to say on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, as yeah. far away from Broadway you can possibly be. Well, so you, you're going to be surprised when you listen to the following. Uh, what's considered a Broadway theater? The theater district and all this stuff. Uh, I had Elizabeth Malafi, oh. who you mentioned, uh, Sarah. She's the one who gets mm-hmm. everybody excited about Broadway shows mm-hmm. in our department. Uh, she came down and she talked to me about Broadway shows and buying tickets and all this good stuff. Yeah. Oh. All right, so here it is. Enjoy. I'm thrilled to have in the studio Elizabeth Malafi. How are you? I'm great, Sal. How are you? I'm good. And you know, We've been talking about this for a long time, and I'm mm-hmm. sorry it took five years to get you in here to talk about this. But you are kind of like the resident, I would say, the resident expert on all things Broadway. Well, I wouldn't call myself an expert. I'm more an enthusiast. Enthusiast that goes to many, 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 many shows. Sure. And sometimes to the same show many, 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 many times. <laughs> 
It's like rewatching a TV show. You see something new every time. It's true. So, um, yeah, so you always have this great advice uh, for our coworkers here about, you know, how to get tickets, how, you know, what shows are good. And, and, and I feel like it's about time that we bring you in here for this focus segment to talk about Broadway shows. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, we're going to do some questions. And then at the end, I thought I'd do a little trivia because, you know, I might as well. <laughs> I'm nervous about that. You I have, I you have very not. specific knowledge. Yes, but I think this not, I think you'll get all this, all this trivia. Okay. So, um, so I was thinking about, you know, if I want to go see a movie and I want to research a movie, there's a lot of resources on the internet and whatnot. Mm-hmm. When it comes to Broadway shows, what would you say the best resource would be to research, you know, what Broadway shows are playing, you know, what they're about, how long they are, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different ways you could do it. If you know what show you particularly want, you can always go to that show's website. But I think generally speaking, if you're looking for up-to-date, reliable information, playbill.com is great because they will tell you what shows are playing, what theaters they're in. They also talk about upcoming seasons, what's scheduled for a theater, and within the record of each show, it will tell you who's starring in it. Are they the original cast? Are they not the original cast? And runtime. Runtime is very important. I would recommend once you get a ticket to a show, if you're very interested in that runtime and, and specific information, that you go to that um, the website of the show. Because they'll tell you, okay, the runtime is this. There's one 15-minute intermission. There's no intermission. There's an intermission oh, and a so pause. It's, it's really specific like that. Yeah, they will. That's great. And Playbill is what you get when you when you come into the theater, yes. right? It's, the, it's a magazine, basically, of what it is, Yes, right? yeah. Are all the theaters on Broadway, though? Are they spread out? I mean... They're not. Okay. Um, they're actually... It's considered a Broadway theater based on size. Okay. And I wasn't really sure exactly the size, so I did uh, look that up. So it's a considered a Broadway theater if there's 500 or more seats. Oh, and if it's located between 41st Street and 54th Street, between 6th and 8th <laughs> Avenues in Manhattan. So that's the theater district. If okay. you were to look on a map of New York City, that's the theater district. The only one outside of that is the Lincoln Center Theater, which is in the uh, mid-60s, 65th Street. So the Vivian Beaumont at Lincoln Center is considered a Broadway house really? as well. But you will be walking around the theater district and you'll see smaller theaters, second stage theaters mm-hmm. there. And those are off-Broadway theaters. So they, so I'm sorry, inside this theater district. There are some off-Broadway that theaters. That are just considered off-Broadway. Yes, yeah. Okay. And then some that are off-off-Broadway. And again, it's based on the size and it's based on the location. And the location. Mm-hmm. That is fascinating. I had no idea what the size yeah. that it was that. Uh, I know we talk off, you know, off mic about how I have this issue with traveling and getting into the city and whatnot. Uh, and, you know, if it's if the show is not on a Saturday, then I'm pretty much not going. <laughs> but and it's Saturday, two o'clock. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but what do you suggest? What's the best ways to get into the city now? You know, honestly, there is no best way to get into the city. I prefer not to have to drive because when I go to a show, I usually go in very early. Even if it's a two o'clock show or an eight o'clock show, I'm in by 10 or 11 and I don't want to be tired after the show and then drive home. So I personally always take the train. 
but I know a lot of people that drive. And one thing I will say about driving is book your parking garage before you even leave your oh, house. You can reserve it now? Yes. There's okay. like a park whiz. There's a bunch of different apps. Pretty easy to find in the um, app store or Google Play store if you search parking and book it ahead of time. One, you'll know that you have a place to go. You're not driving around looking for a parking garage, and you usually get discounts by using it through the app. Okay, and I assume that their parking garage is very close to the, the theater district. Tons, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Great. and uh, unfortunately, I've never been able to find a discount for the Long Island Railroad, aside from buying you know, a 10 trip. And even and, that. Isn't. And do you uh, do you generally you walk up to that to that area from from Penn Station or? I personally walk okay. because again it's I just want to be right? there and yeah. there's all these uh, different stores that I like to stop okay. to on my way. But it's a couple of stops you can take. I usually prefer to stick to Eighth Avenue. It's less crowded, so I'll take the uh, E up to Forty Second, or even further up to like Fifty First, and then, and then, then walk down, down depending okay. on where the theater is. Yep. So we have to think about the cost of getting into the city, right? For the if you're taking the L I W R, if you you know, there's I'm sure now there's some sort of congestion uh, pricing that's happening that's just recently stopped uh, started. Yeah. Uh, we got you know parking, we have tolls, all that kind of stuff. But now, I mean, we're in kind of a, a bad situation with the economy. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to bring this up. How much do Broadway shows usually cost? And is there a way to get a good price on tickets? Well, I have paid everywhere from $400 to see a no. show. What show was that that you still paid $400 for? Tell me. What was it? What was it? <laughs> A very special performance <laughs> of a musical. Okay. Um, so you could pay up to even more than four hundred. That's not yeah, even yeah. the highest. But I've also paid twelve. Okay. For a Broadway show, you can get discount tickets. You can get deals. The show that I spent very little on, mm-hmm. when they announced it was going to previews, they had a special. I can't remember the. The twelve dollar show, but we saw a show called Tuck Everlasting, and the book had been written in like nineteen seventy two, so their tickets for the first two weeks of shows was nineteen dollars and seventy two cents. Cute. I mean, it was a terrible show, but we only paid nineteen dollars and seventy two cents. Um, they've had a lot of other, like you can get deals like that if a show's in previews. If you're very interested in seeing shows, so you want to know about all the discounts, you can just sign up for different newsletters from broadwayworld.com, playbill.com, even Ticketmaster will send you some codes like that. The other way to do it is by not being picky on what show you want. So I'm never going to be able to give you a discount code for Wicked Mm -hmm. or Lion King or Hamilton. But if you're not really picky about the show you want, you can go to the TKTS booth in Times Square. There's also one at Lincoln Center, and you can generally get discount tickets for shows that day. Now, how does that work? They just have a list, and you walk up, and they say, this is how much it is? Yes, they'll have a list of shows that have not sold out for the day, and you can get 50% off or more. Wow. Um, I've gotten tickets to shows literally an hour before the show. Really? A couple of times I've gotten tickets to shows where it says it's sold out on Ticketmaster, but I go to TKTS and I'm able to get a ticket. There's also an app called Today's Ticks, T-I-X, or Today Ticks. And you can purchase in advance 
discount tickets to shows, you can set up alerts so you'll know when shows are going to be available for discounts. One thing I will say about a lot of the discounts is that you're not picking your seats. So you might not know what seat you're in. TKTS, you'll know it as you buy it, but it's limited. Uh, Today's ticks, you literally will not know until you get there. Um, I so would, what happens? You go to the window to pick up, and then they just give you your tickets. And it has... with today, ticks is actually a person that you meet. <laughs> really? Yes, they give you your tickets. But I have never had a bad seat. Okay, is that legitimate? The yes, today ticks. It's absolutely okay. legitimate. And, and what? There's a person in the lobby. Is there a person outside? Yep. It's, okay. Interesting. Yep. You'll get information. They're usually wearing a red shirt. This wow. is today ticks. There's also a new thing I have not used. It is called Broadway Roulette. Okay. And you like fill out a survey saying I want a musical, I want a play, I want a comedy, I want a drama, and you'll get a show. I have not used it, so I cannot attest to it. Okay. If there's a show you want to see, say you want to see Wicked or you mm. want to see Hamilton, the you want to see ones. Book yeah. of Mormon, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're not going to get a discount code, your other option is lotteries Okay. or rush tickets. Yeah, so what does rush mean? Because I've heard that term before. So rush is basically you go to the theater before the time of the show and you wait for the box office to open and they tell you if they have any tickets and it's generally a cheaper seat. It's usually a a one-off seat here or there. It could be standing room. If the show is sold out, they'll sell standing room. Is this at any theater they do this or is it just some theaters? Most every theater has a rush policy. What I recommend before you go to any show, don't assume that because the rush for Wicked happened one way, way that the rush for Lion King will be another way. I recommend always to go to the websites of these shows mm-hmm. before to find out what their rush policy is. Okay. But I have rush shows where you have to get there at 5 a.m. in order to have a chance to get a ticket. That's crazy. And I've gone to others where you get there at 1 o'clock for a 2 o'clock show, okay. go up to the ticket counter and say, do you have any rush tickets? And they're like, here you go. Is this, a, um, is this something that people know about or is it just like People if who it's are a really popular in, show, yes. People who are really into Broadway know about well, it. Well, that's how people saw Rent okay. a lot. Okay. The other way is lotteries. So they used to do lotteries in person about three or four hours before a show. You literally went, filled out a little ticket, put it in a bucket, and they would call. Now most of the lot- lotteries are online. Yeah, digital. Like Harry Potter and the Cursed Child has yeah. a Friday 40 Okay. So every Friday they pick uh, people from the lottery uh, and they pay $40 for tickets for, I believe, a Saturday show. Okay. Uh, You can find a lot of those um, lotteries on Today Ticks that I mentioned. And then there's also a lottery.broadway.direct where you can uh, enter a lot of lotteries electronically, which is nice. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to be ready to go. Yes. Yeah. You should join the lottery when you know, okay, if I win the lottery, I know that I can get to the train station or get in my car and go. go, Yes. Unfortunately, because we're not in the city, we do have to have a little more pre-planning. Interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. Now, what is a typical theater like in the city? Because I've only been to a few shows and I know it's it's not like a movie theater, obviously. It's very different. So from your experience. Um, it's very different. They're yeah. old and they have stairs. Okay. <laughs> and sometimes those stairs are very steep. All right. If the theater has not been renovated, the bathrooms are tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, the seats can be small. 
Yeah, sometimes it's not pleasant, yeah. not going to lie. Would you say that it depends on the production as far as the upkeep of the theater, or do you think it's really up to the theater? Like I think if it's you went more to the like theater. The, yeah, so if you went to like the winter, I don't even know if it's Winter Garden Theater or American Airlines Theater or whatever that theater is now, what it's called, but you go to one of these theaters and if it's, uh, you know, I would assume if someone puts their name out on the on the the marquee outside that it's going to be in good shape. Well, it could still be it could be in good shape, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean the seats are comfortable mm-hmm. and, and they can't build a bathroom with a hundred stalls and they can't put in an elevator. Do you feel? I, I'm not saying do you personally feel claustrophobic, mm-hmm. do, but do you feel that it's tight and that people who are maybe a little claustrophobic they would not. Um, be comfortable in a place like that or or, or is it I think that if that's something that concerns you you should absolutely look I believe it's seat guru or like a seat geek Mm -hmm. will show you a view of your um, seat Mm -hmm. I find that the worst seats are unfortunately the cheap last row of the balcony seats Mm -hmm. that you can get for like $35 Uh, personally I try to always get an aisle Um, I try to always, if I'm getting a really cheap seat just because I want to see the show and I don't know how it is, if I get the last row of the balcony and uh, I feel uncomfortable, I can just stand back there. Um, So I'll do something like that. And temperature, from your experience, is it always hot? Is it always cold? I'm usually comfortable temperature-wise. The people I'm with are cold. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So they're wrong. What should should people expect going to a show? Like, is there... um, dress code is there a certain you know a certain i mean culture that we should be aware of is you know is it is it mostly tourists you know what i'm saying like it really depends on the show okay um one thing i will say is and this is one thing that drives me crazy when i'm in a live theater audience people forget that there are real people on stage and it's not a movie (laughs) so if you're like slurping your drink and just eating a lot of uh snacks if that's your what you're really focused on or if you're sitting in the front row not paying attention i get so angry because in my head i'm like those people can see you they are working so hard even in the worst show 99.9% of the time, those actors up there are giving it every single thing they have. And they can see some of the people. Not all the way in the back, but certainly that front row. So I think you have to have respect for the show. As far as dress code, I personally think you should dress nicely. You don't Mm -hmm. have to dress up. Yeah, but but I wouldn't, you know, but... It, they're not going to stop you from coming in. Yeah, yeah. As far as what the experience is like, it really depends on the show. If you go to Wicked, <laughs> it's probably a lot of tourists. Yeah, yeah. People that are coming to the city and seeing one show a year want a sure thing. Sure. But there are, I saw six on mm-hmm. Broadway. It's about the wives of Henry VIII. Okay. And it's written like a concert. So the crowd was going crazy. You were, it was like you were at a concert. Oh, wow. They were like yelling back. And I, I didn't love the show, mm-hmm. but I had such a great time because of the people that I was, yeah, that were around me. Yeah. Um, there's a new show by David Byrne called Here Lies Love. The set it takes place in a disco. So, they took the seats out of a lot of the theater and a lot of the seats are standing up and you're at a disco the whole time. They do have seats now. I saw it off Broadway and there were (laughs) not seats. Um, So it really depends on what show you're going to. 
Excellent. And the demographic, you would say? I mean, it's mostly is older it older people. Yeah. People. Uh, <laughs> but again, it depends on the show. Six yeah. was a lot of Young younger people, people. Okay. But you shouldn't feel. I guess. I guess what I'm asking is that. There, you don't, you've never felt uncomfortable being at a show and thinking, oh my goodness, I'm the youngest person here. Is this going to be? I will tell you that I went to see Company at Lincoln Center Theater starring, oh my God, I'm blanking on Doogie Hauser's name. Oh, uh, Neil, uh, Patrick Neil Patrick Harris. Harris. Yeah, yeah. Stephen Colbert. <laughs> um, like it was an all star cast. Yeah, yeah. I was seeing, I saw a matinee of a different show and then company and i just wasn't thinking you're going to see a concert at lincoln center mm -hmm. and i was i felt very underdressed and very <laughs> uncomfortable <Okay. laughs> and that's the only time <laughs> i just want to say i have a lot more to say about uh discounts that i forgot to say but i would love to include uh links in the show notes Absolutely. if possible yeah definitely. to where people could get discount yeah. tickets especially Absolutely. if you are younger because mm -hmm. there are a lot of discounts for people that are younger to get them into theater and so they have things like um lincoln center has link ticks for people under 30 and roundabout theater company actually has something called hip ticks for people between 18 and 35 and you can get oh, wow. 20 dollars tickets oh, wow. yeah yeah okay yeah we'll definitely put those in the show notes so this is great information that you've given us but I know that our listeners are really more interested in knowing about your personal experiences. <laughs> uh, but I will say that, again, from knowing you uh, for so long that you do go to many shows, and I feel like it's almost every other week you're in the city seeing a show. <laughs> so the, the question that I have for you is, how many shows have you seen? Oh, I wouldn't be able to count. <laughs> I would say pre-COVID, I was seeing 35, 40 shows a year. Wow. Post-COVID, I'm, I'm slowly getting back to it. Yeah. But What is the most times, approximately, can you say that you have seen the same show? Like a repeat Sal, of the same Sal, you know show. the answer to this question. <laughs> but my listeners don't. <laughs> I will say that many years ago, uh, I didn't. Like the idea of seeing a show more than once was just seemed ridiculous to me. Mm -hmm. And then I saw a show that I just fell in love with and I did things like the lottery. So I was able to see it from the front row for $40. Mm -hmm. I was able to get discount tickets when possible. So I did see that show on Broadway uh, about 35 to 40 wow. times. But in addition to all the other shows you were seeing that year. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that seeing a show more than once now, again, I've never gotten to that level, mm -hmm. but I have seen shows three or four times and it amazes me how much more you see every time you see a show. It's, it's just, yeah. it's incredible. Well, it's, it's kind of overwhelming, right? The big, huge, gigantic stage, you're mm -hmm. in this theater, you're seeing all these people that, like you said, they're real people. They're human yes. beings that are in front of you and they're doing <laughs> their thing. It's not a, it's not a flat screen or yes, whatever like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And if you see a different cast, uh, one play that I saw called Other Desert Cities, it was really wonderful. We saw it with one cast and it ended and we're like, okay, I think I know what that ending meant. And then we saw it with another cast and the, the last scene, they did something completely different. <laughs> we still talk about it. We were just talking about it this weekend <laughs> And we're like, that makes the show completely different. Yeah. So, wow. 
So what was your best Broadway experience? I mean, there's really so many. Mm -hmm. um, I think if you have the opportunity and you find a show that you love and you could go to like its last performance or the last performance of one of the uh, – you know, stars of the show. Those are always special experiences. So if I had a day to think about it, this answer might be different. Mm -hmm. But uh, the on the top of my head, uh, in 2017, uh, friends of mine and I went to see the final performance of uh, The Color Purple okay. musical. It was the, not the original mm -hmm. cast, it was the, the new one. And the star of that was Cynthia Erivo. First of all, the audience is electric. People are so excited to be there. People were dressed up. We saw famous people and people just were so excited to be there. They wanted to talk to you. Like, mm -hmm. what's your favorite song? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, why are you here? How many times did you see it? So it was exciting. And there is a you know, the big song in the second act, uh, Cynthia Erivo was singing it. It's called I'm Here. I mean, it packs a punch. It's very emotional. She got about halfway through it and then literally was crying and couldn't continue. Wow. And the entire audience was just like, we got you, Cynthia. Oh, Come on, goodness. you can do it. It's actually, if you search it on YouTube, you can <laughs> see it. Because I believe at the soundboard, they were recording okay. it. Uh, so it's a great recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's just like, okay, I can do it. And like she finished and it was like, I'm getting chills thinking about wow. it. It was just an amazing, amazing experience. Wow. I mean... If you've been to any sort of live performance, a concert, anything, you know just that feeling of being with people that are into something as much as you yeah. are is just great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a there's an equal amount of um, emotional connection. I feel like yes, yeah. You know, there's a certain type of person I think who goes to a show that really appreciates it. That's not a tourist. And those yes. are the people that you make relationships yes. with in the audience. So, <laughs> uh, you know, this is a, my last question for you before we get to the trivia is, you know, what's your personal advice that you might have for someone who, you know, who wants to see as many shows as possible like you do, but still like get the best seats and maybe not break the bank? Well, I know I, you've talked about things, you know, you yes, know tips yeah. and tricks, but from you personally, from your experience, what has been your, your go-to I think you have to expand your thought of what you want to see on Broadway. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be like, okay, well, it's okay if I don't see Wicked. Or I'm going to see Wicked, but I know I'm going to spend $150 on yeah. a seat for that. I know I'm going to spend this much to see Hamilton, but I want to see more shows. So what's in previews? What doesn't have reviews yet? So I don't know that the like Back to the Future, the musical is mm -hmm. in previews. Nobody knows what it, yeah. how, if it's good or not. So go to previews. Generally, those are discount tickets. I encourage you to see plays. A lot of times people don't want to see plays. They want to see musicals. Mm -hmm. There are plays out there that will give you chills and you will not stop thinking about ever. So consider plays. And I highly recommend that you consider off-Broadway, non-profit theaters. I saw Hamilton at the Public Theater in 2015 in a tiny theater. Uh, my ticket was $60. Wow. I won the lottery <laughs> once for $20. Go to those small theaters. One, they're usually really beautiful and comfortable, mm. um, much smaller. I, I saw Here Lies Love, which is now on Broadway at the Public. So you can see things 
um, before they get to Broadway. Maybe yeah. they never get to Broadway. A much smaller theater, sometimes inexpensive. They also have lotteries and discount tickets. So I think expand your idea of of Broadway and theater. Yeah, I will never. I, I'll never forget. You were talking up Hamilton before it was even like a thing. I remember you coming in after seeing it and saying, "This is gonna. This is amazing. This is amazing. You have to go see it. This is an amazing." And we're like, "Okay, okay." And then you <laughs> and then you went back and you saw it again, and you're like, "No, no, you don't understand." <laughs> and then it was like, and then we finally together. You and I actually yes, got to see it uh, at, a, at a. We were at a conference in Chicago. We saw it before the conference. Um, and it was amazing. Excellent. It's amazing. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Elizabeth, it's time for the trivia. I'm afraid. Don't be afraid. Do not be afraid. Okay. I mean, you're probably going to get every single one of these of these questions. You might have even mentioned some of these shows in your in your uh, discussion here. Okay, you ready? I got this it. This is the yeah, you definitely got. It. Okay. okay. So which show is this? We'll start you off super easy. Jimmy Ward might even be able to get the answer on this one. <laughs> And he's only into Gettysburg. Okay. Uh, two rival, what show is this? Two rival teenage gangs struggle for control of their neighborhood on the West Upper Side West Side. Story. Yes, West Side Story. Very good. Let me finish the question. <laughs> There's no points for getting it right away. Okay. okay. This Tony Award winning musical was conceived by the creators of the animated show South Park. Book of Mormon. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. Surratt would probably want front row seats to this 1985 Sunday in the park with George Pulitzer Prize Oh my god one of the ago. best one of the okay. best All I right. saw it with Jake Gyllenhaal Oh my goodness that's awesome mm-hmm. See you're getting so far 3 for Off 3 Off Broadway and on Broadway <laughs> Pop group ABBA's Benny and Bjorn wrote the music for this 1980s musical that yielded a top 10 hit for English singer Murray Head Oh, is it chess? Yes. <laughs> Which is coming back to Broadway. Is it coming back to Broadway? Yes. It's, oh, it's the Broadway community is a buzz because that is a cult favorite. Chess. One um, Night in Bangkok. Yeah. Great song. All right. This, I, I really hope you get this because we've, we've spoken about this before. Uh, this mega pop singer's Broadway musical, The Last Ship, set sail in New York for the last time in 2015. Sting. That's right. Sting which I got to see and I loved it. It was a great show. This musical, if you don't get this, you're leaving right now. Are you ready? I, I swear, if you do not get I'm this- I'm so afraid. I'm literally not even gonna stop. You're just okay. gonna say. This musical centers on a mother who struggles with worsening bipolar disorder. Next to normal. <laughs> and the effects that managing her illness In my has top on two favorite musicals. And the one that you saw next to normal. 35 times. Uh, well, I saw it like 45, 45 times. 45 times, yes. Just, you asked on Broadway Folks, how many times. she saw this show so much, the Tony Award-winning actress became friends with her. <laughs> I kept winning the lottery and being in the front row. <laughs> the Tony, win- Tony Award-winning actress invited herself <laughs> to a house <laughs> where Elizabeth was hanging out to hang out with her. Okay. When this play first premiered on Broadway in 2018... It was so long that it required to be viewed in two completely separate parts, an afternoon and evening showing. It has since been reworked for the U.S. and is now three and a half hours. What show is this? Oh, my gosh. I almost said, like, I was like Angels in America, (laughs) Inheritance. No, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. And I'm disappointed I didn't see it before they cut it. Well, you can go to London and see it in the two parts. Okay. Those folks over there, yeah. Okay, this is one I don't know if you're going to get. 
This was one of my tricky ones, but you probably get it anyway. Based on the 1967 film of the same name, this musical tells the story of a small town girl who comes to New York City to marry for money instead of love, a modern aim in 1922 when women were just entering the workforce. And I will it's give a you a musical? Yes, and I will give you a hint. Uh, Sutton Foster. Oh, uh, it's not anything goes. Oh, no. Thoroughly Modern Millie. That's right. <laughs> Thank you for giving me that name because I never would have gotten it. And you'll definitely get this one. This Oprah Winfrey produced 2005 Tony Award winning Best Revival of a Color Musical. Purple. It's yes. going to be a, they filmed it's a be movie. It's going to be a film on yeah. Christmas Day. It's coming yes. out. Oh, yes. Guys, yeah. go see it. It's yep. Incredible. Okay, here's another one that you might or might not get. Long Island-born musician and radio host Seth Rudesky created this 2016 musical that delivers earthquakes, tidal waves, infernals, and unforgettable 70s hits. Disaster. (laughs) Isn't it called disaster? Disaster is right, yes. (laughs) With hits like Knock on Wood, Hooked on a Feeling, Sky High, I Am a Woman, and Odd Stuff. Yes, it is disaster. I didn't realize he was from Long Island. Yes, North Woodmere. Oh, what a beautiful morning to take the Surrey out with the fringe on top. (laughs) Oklahoma. I saw a really amazing pared down production of that. Yes. Uh, It was was like you literally had, they had picnic tables and they served you chili during (laughs) intermission. I think you mentioned this before. Yeah, Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) All right. Now, finally, if there's any, any question here. That you that you might get wrong because you've got them all right so far. Eleven out of twelve. This is the last one. What is currently the highest grossing Broadway musical of all time? Is it A Hamilton, B Wicked, C The Lion King, or D Phantom of the Opera? And I will tell you a lot of these numbers are really close. I really don't know. Um I if I had to guess just by when I look at Broadway grosses every once in a while. I want to say The Lion King. You're right. Am I? You got 112 out of 12 of these questions, and you were worried before you came in here. Well, I'm always amazed at the Lion, Lion King, King yeah. because... It's one of the longest running, actually. Yes. Yeah. And it's done $1.85 billion. It's followed by Wicked, which is $1.5. Okay. Phantom, which is $1.3. And finally, Hamilton, which is $849 million. In that group that I've yeah, and Hamilton's only from 2016. Now Hamilton so. <laughs> had a huge yes. Hamilton is obviously is going to probably beat those eventually because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how long much longer Lion King is going to be on Broadway, but you know, but we'll see. Yeah. Seems to be going very well. I haven't heard anything. And uh, that's Julie Julie Taymor mm-hmm. did that, and you yeah. know everybody doesn't talk about. Spider-Man, turn off the dark. You know, I was looking to see if Nobody we actually- Nobody talks about I was it. actually looking to see if we had that soundtrack and we don't. But <laughs> anyway, so every it's called single- called a cast recording. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, cast recording. Cast recording. Every single one of these um, musicals uh, or shows that I mentioned in the trivia we have here at the library. Oh, awesome. I really rec- so. highly recommend Sunday in the Park with George and The Color Purple. Yeah, it's either going to be- uh, you know, a script, because we do have scripts. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the soundtrack or something like that. But yeah. So Elizabeth, it's been a pleasure chatting Broadway with you. Loved I'm glad it. you finally were able to come down and talk about it. Thanks for indulging and me. Absolutely. And uh, hopefully we'll get you on next time for another one of your uh, obsessions. <laughs> we'll pick one and then <laughs> roll with it. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you. 
And there you go. I, I, uh, I've only seen a few shows, but it's, it sounds very exciting. Yeah. So all, all that good stuff. Font of knowledge. She's a font of knowledge. Absolutely. <laughs> so that does it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to listen to older episodes or read our show notes, visit our website, mcplpodcast.com. You know, only 40% of the people who watch us on YouTube are actually subscribed. Watch. In quotes. In quotes. Listen, listen. listen to us. Watch. Well, no, also watch some of our videos that we post oh, on YouTube. Oh, sure. So it's actually only 40%. Oh. So we're asking you if you are listening on YouTube or if you watch any of our videos on our channel to please hit the subscribe button. We're over 1,100 right now. It would be great if by the end of 2025, we can get up there. Yeah. So hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. We greatly appreciate it. And as Nicole mentioned many, many moons ago, if you are on a iTunes or Spotify or one of those apps, um, give us a review, right? Yes, yes, five-star review. Five stars. Yes, don't bother doing any other review if unless it's five stars. That's what they say. Not, okay, not, well, yes, also in podcasts. But you know, we go to some place and, like, buy something, and they're like, you have, like, if you're going to rate me, you literally have to give me ten stars, or otherwise I get, like, in trouble. Do you believe that? No. I don't know. I don't know if you get in trouble. There are a lot of places, especially Not on... you, them. They get in trouble. Oh, they get in trouble. Yeah, they're like, if you don't... Where like, is this? Like, I don't know. I bought something. I bought like a car. I don't know. The <laughs> guy I bought, like, it was a big... It was a decent purchase. I yeah. don't remember what it was. Well, I never, I, whatever I did. But he was like, if you're going to rate, just please only give me 10 stars. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, just please only give me the most stars. He's like, otherwise, just don't do it at all. And I was like, okay. I want them to be like one star. He's like, otherwise, you get in trouble. I was like, all right. It's like that on the cruise, actually, on the Disney cruise. At the end of the cruise, they go, oh, you're about to get a survey yeah. uh, for the end of the cruise. And we ask you, uh, you know, to please make sure that you say how excellent we are. Yeah. And if we weren't excellent, then please tell me right now what I could do <laughs> yeah. to make this an excellent experience <laughs> for you. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's uh, not bad, though, because then they can kind of rectify it right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at the end of the cruise, after everything has not been excellent. That's how, they do that with everything. Like I was after my surgery. You're like, can you rate Give the nurses? Yes, yeah. And I was like, no. you really want me to rate the nurses? I'm like, they were awful. And they were like, no, no, don't say that. I'm like, okay. Yes, so that's why we say if you can <laughs> give us five stars. No, no, be honest and you know, and give us a review, and we greatly appreciate it. Help us with that algorithm that everybody's talking about. So once again, thank you so much for listening. For Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo. We'll see you on the next show.